Welcome to the Midlife CEO Podcast, where business coach and strategist Jeannie Spiro teaches you how to take your coaching business to six figures and beyond at Midlife. Join Jeannie and her guests as they reveal their best kept secrets to creating a thriving six or seven figure lifestyle based business. And now, Jeannie Spiro. Welcome back to another episode of the Midlife CEO Podcast. I really am so excited about this episode today. I interviewed the most amazing guests, and today I have two guests. We're going to be talking about something I haven't covered on the podcast before. I have two women, one of which I met several years ago, and we stayed in touch, talked recently, and I said, ooh, this topic is one we need to talk about. Tanya and Lisa are from In the Know Legal, and today we're going to talk about a really fun topic that I think you all need to know about. And when I asked them, you know, what they could bring to the show, Lisa said, they're a hoot. So I think that they're going to deliver a little bit of fun into this episode. So welcome to this call, Lisa and Tanya. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Now so I feel I a little have... pressure. We have, to be, we have, to, have be to be fantastic. No, you have to be funny. <laughs> Well, I'll, okay. So, Lisa, are you going to be funny, or I'm going to try. We're both. Also, we're both what's the rating on this? Because I sometimes swear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I might have to adjust that for this episode then. Okay. Well, good. Um, I can I can keep it PG. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. My audience will probably be fine with whatever happens, but it's all good, and I'm happy to have you both here. So, um, in the no legal. And your partnership, I'm curious how this started. So could you just take us back a little bit and tell us why are you together? Why are you a thing? I guess a little bit tell, of background. You can tell her how we met. I wrote I wrote a blog about this actually for Galentine's Day. Um, mm. And um, the, it was called, I think I'm going to kick it with my gal today. And it's from a song called, um, by like Kanye West and all that sort of stuff. And, mm. and it talks about, you know, it's about a girl, but here this is, I'm talking about Lisa. And essentially what happened is we were in the same business group, um, networking group, Facebook group um, called Pepper Lane. And it was a mom owned um, business group. And I wrote a lot of blogs and stuff like that. So I got a message from Lisa and she's like, Hey, you know, she said, the first thing she said is like, Lisa, I wish I could be, we all want to be you. I love the way you write. You know, I'm also a business attorney and I'm like, Oh, Hey, Great, great. And I'm like, you know, I'd love to meet you. She's like, well, I'm going to be busy for about three to six months. But uh, I was like, huh. I'm like, but wait, she contacted me. But it turns out, I'm like, and of course, in the dating world, you're like, wait a second, you contacted me. So I was like, analogizing it to that. So she, um, but then of course, I realized she's a single mom, just two kids. And I was like, okay. She's like, you know, I got the kids, I got the this and the several dogs and didn't have a cat yet that sounded like a baby but still um and so when we just really hit it off where we did finally get to like chat well we still chatted a lot though on the phone and on messenger and stuff and then of course we finally met and it was fantastic and then we realized we were twins I wish you really? wish your guests could see us because it's so it's hard to tell us apart. it's really hard, hard to tell us yeah. apart Yes, um, <laughs> I can. I know, and you know, they're all going to find out eventually. Um, <laughs> your friends when we publish this episode, and they can all tell. So, yeah, yeah. 
But, or twin um, spirits, maybe twin twin sisters in spirit, uh, or so much in common that you have, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Our birthdays are very close together. Very close together. We're the same yep. age. Um, we went like to the same law school. We didn't go to the same. No, we didn't. Well, you should have went to law school. <laughs> you should go to my school. What are you talking about? She doesn't even know what law school we went well, to. I think she's breaking up with me now. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> know what law school we went to. I, I, I know what law school I went to. I know what law school I went to, and it's certainly not your law school. Well, wait a second. So you just said that you have almost the same birthday? Oh, is that? No, we're about a like, month apart. No, they're not. Oh. They're a few days apart. No. When is your birthday? April. April what 28th. Day? 23rd. 23rd. Okay, mine's May 3rd. That's 10 days. Oh, yeah, 10 days. She doesn't know when our birthdays are, and she doesn't know what law school we went to. Tanya, where's, okay. my, Tanya, where's my Christmas present? Okay, well, it's gonna, I have an aversion to post offices, so um, oh my it's gosh. ready and packaged <laughs> with her name on it. Oh my gosh, so this episode we, is gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So after we met, and then we just started working together, um, yeah. because we do the same legal work, so it became this amazing um immediate relationship where we could share work we could use each other for strategizing for our clients brainstorming we would refer work to each other um and it just became like impossible for each of us to run our law practices without the other person um and during covid i didn't want to get a puppy and i didn't (laughs) want to have a baby and i didn't want to make sourdough bread so oh. the only other option was start another business. <laughs> right. Of course. Cause that's the logic. That, that, that was it. That's what everybody that did. Um, yeah. yeah. I already had a bike. That was the other big thing. Everybody wanted to get bikes. I already had one. So I had a, um, a literal shower aha moment about, um, offering online DIY legal templates for coaches. And I pitched it to Tanya and it was an immediate hell yes. Like no, no pause. No, let me think about it. No, like, what's this going to cost? What, you know, how much time you get? None of that. She was just like, I'm in hundred percent in. And, um, so that was in December and we launched by the following May. So we were truly like nose to the grindstone, like getting it out there. Yeah. And so this May will be two years. I have to pause for a second and talk about this because, you know, sometimes when an idea comes to us, like in the shower, like a shower moment or like a big aha, like the sky's part and you're like, you know, this idea pops into your head. Some people are like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to act on that immediately. And other people are like, oh, cool. I got this great idea. And then they don't act on it. I'm the kind that's like, this is a gift. I'm going with it. And it sounds like that's what you did and you've not looked back. Um, So how cool, how cool is that? You, you saw it. I think I'm, I'm all, I'm that way. And, and I can tell you that like, so as soon as Lisa told me about it, I was like, we have to, and it's, it's a blessing and a curse. I'm, so I'm also a law professor and academia is very different. So mm-hmm. I get an idea and I'm like, we're doing this, we're implementing it. We're all the time. And finally the, the Dean was like, you know, the law school's not your business and we're not your employees. You know, and he made it as a joke, you know, he was like teasing me and I love him. But I, it was, and even my whole team was like, whoa, Tanya, like 
we got to slow down. Like, cause I was like, this is going to work. This is going to work. This is going to work. And like, it's going to work. Cause like it yeah. will work, but this is academia and we do things at a academia pace. But I, I also think sometimes when our brains are activated for that, like it's suddenly like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's possible. Like it's awakened to, yes. oh, this an idea and this idea. And then you're like, I can follow that thread. Like I'm a pretty intuitive person, but I love, I get those like downloads and all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I'm going to act on it because yeah. I know this one's good. And I think we also get that as entrepreneurs. Uh, once we st- sort of like move into it and keep going with it, we're like, more can come. We can take more. Uh, more chances because we're we're trusting that these are really great awesome ideas uh, and we can't always do that in every environment which you just said tanya like you can't always do that when you're working for somebody else but when you have your own business or you're in partnership together you get to have like these ideas pop in and also as a partner you get to talk back and forth about your ideas too um i would imagine it's probably pretty fun working together when something comes up for you like we should do this yeah, and yeah. our strengths definitely complement each other too. So, yeah. you know, I'm very like practical and and ordered and and structured, and and Tanya is very um, willing to take a risk, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of put herself out there. She's a serial entrepreneur, and like once she like, mm-hmm. you know, gets a hook into something, like she's not letting go. Like she is gonna like keep doing it, keep it's doing the it. Problem. So. <laughs> I've had my first company for 22 years um, and then I started practicing very shortly after I did my first company and then this company was Lisa and then I became a law, full-time law professor but I wouldn't let anything go so here we go. Johnny just lives an eight-day week the rest of yeah. us are. <laughs> eight days 25 hours in a day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, this, this is so great to have you on here and taking time. Um, because what, what, I, what I really think is important for us to think about uh, as business owners, as coaches, a lot of the listeners I have here are, you know, we're trying to do what we're, we have these ideas. We have these thoughts about how we want to make money in our business. And then we go out there and we work on our marketing. We work on our sales. We try to bring more people into our programs and services. But then there's the the other stuff, the admin, the legal, the professional stuff that we need to operate our business that I'm going to say is not always as sexy for some of us, like me, <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I just want to sell. I want to work with more people. I want to get out there and bring my business more people. But I know it's essential for my business to be sound. And so that's what we're going to talk more about today is why being legally sound is so important. Um, And also more about what you do and what you offer to health coaches. Um, So so the idea came to you in the shower, Lisa, and where, what popped in immediately? Like what, what was missing that you knew that coaches needed to have to help them be more legally sound? So Tanya and I each have coaches. We've worked with coaches um, in our businesses and even within the no legal. Um, because again, like coach, a coach has a role and we think they're amazing. You have a good coach that, and, you know, they can rein in when you're too excited and, and too scattered. They can, you know, help you <laughs> focus on 
you know, instead of the spaghetti on the wall approach, yeah. they can help you focus. So we, you know, we love our coaches. We know that our success is due in no small part to the coaches. So we know that they're valuable and we know that they do good work. So we definitely knew that we wanted to work with them, but <clears throat> I won't mention any names, but my coach didn't even have an agreement nice. in place. I actually wrote the agreement. I wrote my coach's agreement too. We have separate and coaches. So I was like, mm, there's a disconnect yeah. here. She's she's coaching me about having my foundation <laughs> and my processes and she's not walking the walk here. So I suspected she's not the only one. And, you know, and then Tanya confirmed. She's like, no, I wrote my coach's agreement too. So we're like, okay, there's there's a disconnect here. Coaches know what other people need to do in their business, but- they're not doing for themselves. Right. And that's almost a woman thing, I think, right? Like you you fill everybody's cup and not your own. Well, that's even yes. true with your business, right? Like you make sure everybody's doing everything right, but then you're neglecting your business. And yeah. coaches or any other industry, any other small business owner, ignoring legal is one of the easiest things to do because you're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't understand it. You know, cover my eyes, cover my ears. I don't know what I don't know. So therefore I'm not in danger of anything um so we wanted to do something that would break down that knowledge barrier right that you don't know what questions to ask so you just don't ask any um you're not sure what you need so you just don't bother to go look for it um we also wanted to make it um something that people could feel like they owned right so if you're DIYing this agreement of your own then you can really own it and then you're going to use it. And then we wanted to make it accessible in a way that you weren't waiting for my office hours between nine and five. And I have an appointment two months from now, right? Mm -hmm. We wanted it to be something that was online, accessible 24 seven. And a fraction cost. During COVID, the, um, the women bore the brunt of job loss. A lot of them started their own business. Coaching was one of the biggest growing industries. And so there's a lot of people out there that needed this. And we wanted to make sure it was out there for them. Yeah. And there's a skill, you know, there's a scalability thing. You know, Lisa and I, as she wrote, have been practicing for a combined like 35 years. So in our own practices, we've always had situations where we've wanted to help people, but we just, it's just us, right? Like she has her own mind. I have my own. So it's sort of like, you know, and we charge what we charge. And we realized that that just wasn't always, that wasn't feasible for a lot of people too. And so yeah. that's why we wanted to make do it yourself, like do it yourself, but also written by an attorney. Yeah. Because there is a big difference between getting a, a something from a colleague or a friend or Google on mm-hmm. the one hand, and then going to an attorney and paying us a lot of money. There can be the in-between. There can actually be the stuff that you're not customizing or or trying to decipher legalese. You're like, I don't know if this needs to be in here or not. So Mm -hmm. that can be an issue. So we make sure that everything that needs to be in there is in there. We color code it too. But then we also have a lot of optional areas too. So that, as Lisa had said, the coach can customize it to her practice. Yeah, it's so good. And so essential. I, I will tell you, going back, I, you know, I had worked for uh, a company before I even started my business. And 
I also had an experience where I had had a an agreement um, when I was an employee and I needed legal representation at one point. And I saw how it protected <laughs> those parties. Oh, and yeah. And I remember distinctly thinking when I started my coaching business, I'm going to need agreements. Like, and I knew I didn't have a big budget when I started my business. And so, you know, 12, 13 years ago when I became a business coach and I was doing it mostly, you know, like while I also had a full-time job, I was like, wait a minute, how, what am I going to invest in first? And what is affordable for me? And I need all of these things. So what I love what you do is you have like almost this um, opportunity for anybody to level the playing field. You level it for everybody by being able to create templates that they can use to support their livelihood, their assets. Um, so what do you, can I ask you a question though? What do you commonly see is missing um, for agreements? You mentioned like um, like coaching agreements, like, like what else do you see are, are missing typically as far as what people don't have to protect themselves legally, especially as a coach? Um, I would say, you know, that up, in addition to agreements and, and everything, you know, they, a lot of times what we don't see is that they're not set up properly as a legal entity. Um, mm -hmm. And so we all say that there's sort of these, these three steps. There's, you know, you have your, it's like a perfect triangle. You have your legal entity, you have your, some sort of professional liability insurance, and you have your agreements and you really mm -hmm. need all three of them to protect yourself because mm -hmm. the the liability normally what lisa and i always recommend is the limited liability company it's because it's not difficult to navigate and it's yeah. um perfect it's got all this liability uh, this protection of a corporation so the way that i like to analogize it is that you first want to separate yourself from your business right mm -hmm. Especially if you have a house, kids, whatever, but even if you don't, you know, you don't want to ever be personally liable for anything. And you want to be able to have your um, business be your business and you be yourself. Right. <clears throat> and so then, so I analogize it to COVID. I'm like, you want to first stand six feet apart. That's getting your LLC. But then yeah. if you do get COVID, you want to have health insurance. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing here. Right, something yep. happens that is outside the scope of your LLC. You know, you're acting like you, but then you try to hide under your LLC. You want to have this professional liability insurance. So it's the mm -hmm. same thing. I said you want to stand six feet apart to prevent issues, but then you want to insure yourself just in case. And then, and then that's sort of that that legal basis. And then under that is where you have your agreements that not only protect you, but they also it's it's not necessarily a oh, you know, I might get sued thing. It also defines the relationship between yourself and your client, protects them and it protects you. So those are sort of like of our trio. Yep. I love this conversation. I come from the insurance industry. So I spent 25 oh. years working for health insurance and employee benefits. And, you know, I was always selling the thing that people were like, do I really need health insurance? I'm like, yes, you do. And, yes. <laughs> and right. So like, to me, it was always one of those things where it was like, yes, you have to have it. And um, also when I started my business, I did initially make the mistake of not setting up an LLC. And it wasn't a mistake. It was more like I was, I was ignorant. I didn't know. I, I didn't have a conversation with anybody to talk about mm -hmm. what I needed to be doing. Um, and it was my, my accountant that basically said, 
you need to do this and you need to talk to professionals that can support you. So this conversation is really great because I don't, I don't think it's all like just at the beginning of your business, you need to be thinking about this, no. but throughout your entire business, right? So can we, can we talk a little bit about that? Like how, you know, after you started your business and once you set yourselves up to protect yourself a little bit better, what are some other things that we need to be thinking about to protect our legal foundation or to set a better legal foundation in our businesses as we grow? Yeah. Either of you want to tackle so, that one? So you're talking about running your business like a business. Yes. So you have to stop doing things that you would do as an individual, as a sole proprietor. Um, <clears throat> the first thing, the easiest thing to undermine the legal protection is if you're mingling your personal money and your business money, um, which is not to say that you can't use personal funds to seed your business. It just has to be accounted for correctly. But what you can't do is grab the debit card out of your wallet and pay for Johnny's, you know, baseball enrollment fee with your business account. And you can't keep using your personal credit card to buy all your supplies at Staples. And vice versa. And, you know, back and forth. So um, the biggest, easiest way to invalidate all the liability protection you set up with that entity is to commingle your personal and business funds. That's like number one, number two, and number three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then okay. you want to make sure you're doing the um, things. If you're a corporation, you have to have your annual shareholder meeting. You have to have your board of directors meeting. Um, you have to have minutes. People will skip doing that because there's no one to turn it into, right? Like if teacher doesn't collect the homework, I'm not going to do it, yeah. but you can't backfill. And if you ever get sued and somebody wants to push that legal liability protection of the entity to the side, they're going to try to demonstrate that you're not behaving like a business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. LLCs don't have the same rigid requirements of that annual meeting. They also don't have that multiple layer of um, governance. There's no shareholder, director, board of director, officers, you know, yeah. right. executive officer, right. officers, um, separation, but it's still not a bad idea to at least have an annual meeting and just take notes, take minutes and just keep them with your business records. And then the last thing operating is to agreement too. have your internal documents, again, operating agreements or bylaws, whether you're an LLC or a corporation, I get pushback from single member LLC on this all the time. What do I need an operating agreement for? It's just me. Because you're making an agreement with the entity. Yeah. You have to think of the entity as another person in the room. Yeah. And the entity, that operating agreement, especially for a single member LLC, also acts as a will for the business. If something yeah. happens to you, it lets Got the it. people you leave behind know what to do with your business. Yeah. Maybe you're growing your business because your plan is, is your adult children are going to take it over, but maybe mm. they're not quite ready. They're still in college and something happens. You can say you want the business to go into a trust or they're not capable and be run. Right. Maybe okay. you just want it to be sold and that the revenue goes to your family. Maybe you have employees and you want the employees to have the option to take over ownership of the business. You have to lay all that out. Otherwise yep. the people you leave behind who handle your personal affairs are left guessing yeah. As to what's going to happen. And it may not right. be what anyone expected or what you intended. Um, right. And then the other thing that Tanya and I don't do, 
professionally, but we do always advocate to our clients is you have to have an estate plan in place and your Mm -hmm. estate plan has to mirror what your business plan is. So if you want your business to go to your employees, that has to be clear in your estate plan too. Mm -hmm. Else you now have probate trying to figure out what to do with your business. And it may not, and it may not reflect your intent, reflect your intent. And they may not even take your operating agreement into account. Right. Because it doesn't yep. carry the same kind of weight as a will does. Absolutely. It's considered non, non-probate um, documents or ancillary documents. And that will is sort of your, your biggest thing. <clears throat> they look to that first. And then and then only will they look to outside documents. If there's a conflict, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, well, forget the operating agreement or forget the agreement and look at the will. Yeah. So that's so really I- important. I love this topic because I think it's so important. I've learned a lot over the last 12 years while I've been doing this, but I think sometimes it is easy to look the other way. And I think we talked about this at the top of the call. It's easy to say, oh, this doesn't feel comfortable, or I'm I'm not familiar with this. I've never had to do it. I've worked for somebody else before, or my partner takes care of some of these things. And I think all three of us agree. We all support women. We support women-owned businesses. Um, I think women need to be empowered around what we're talking about. I, I empower women around making money and figuring out how to sell and serve, right? But for you, you empower them in a different way to protect themselves legally. So can you talk about maybe why some of us get so nervous about it? Like where that might come from? Well, I think in his, you know, sort of historically, especially in a bit in business law, you know, business law is usually done, have been done by male attorneys. You know, there aren't a ton of sort of business law, you know, attorneys that were female, especially when Lisa and I both started. And also, um, there's this, there's a bit of a knowledge wall, sort of like, you don't want to always ask about things if you don't know what to ask for. And also sort of this, like, I don't, I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing. You know, mm-hmm. this is financial or this is legal. And this is not stuff that I'm sort of used to dealing with. And so that's why when Lisa was talking about breaking down the knowledge wall, that was really important. So Lisa and I, especially with our clients, and I think we're both known for this, is being, it's really important to be personable and amiable and all that sort of stuff. And so we incorporate that into our business too, into in the no legal, our videos, things like that. Um, so as Lisa said, it's sort of, you, you don't know what you don't know. Another thing is that as women, we're very collaborative and collegial and what particularly coaches want to make things happy. And so you don't want to have this, this impliedly and unfortunately, um, sort of often, you know, uh, not, it's not looked at correctly, but this impliedly antagonistic agreement right mm-hmm. that people think like oh this is about legal you know this is gonna turn my client off and things like that mm-hmm. so we try to shift the message because it should be actually exciting mm-hmm. and when our clients get excited i've seen this so many times i'm so excited i'm an llc that's what we want i'm so excited i have this agreement because yeah. we want them to be excited that they are a professional and they are a business and they have all the things that they need to be a business. And mm-hmm. so we certainly, and, and there's a, there's just a misconception about legal is that it's got to be this, oh God, lawyers and lawsuits and litigation and all this sort of stuff. 
doesn't have to be like that at all. Like our agreements are, are, I, I think are, they're, they're exciting and they go with the growth of your business. You know, first you need this, first you need this contract, but then what about you grow and you have a speaker engagement and a retreat engagement and, you know, amendment <laughs> policy. So it also goes with the growth of your business. And it's really nice to be like, this is awesome. I have everything that I need. Yeah, it's great. And, and I think it's so good to have that protection because most of us are passion driven. We're mission driven and we, we believe in what we do and we want to do this. And it allows us to get back into that zone of doing what we're here to be doing when we have the protection in place, um, you know, in the variety of ways that we need it. Uh, I think it really supports us in the, in the end. Um, okay. So you mentioned earlier, uh, more and more coaches are coming on the scene. And they're starting their business and they may not necessarily have the budget to work with you individually or with your organization. So you created the templates and I'd love for you to talk more about them. Like, what are the templates? Go into depth about this, because I think this is such a great service that you offer. We think so, too. We, yeah. we love yeah. it. Um, In our humble opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're biased, obviously, but um, I mean, Tanya and I have been writing contracts for various businesses for over a combined 35 years. I mean, I, we can't even count how many contracts we've written. And so we've seen every potential something that could come up and we're able to now address that um, legally. The way we both work is everything is, is meant to be proactive mm -hmm. and to help avoid problems or at least minimize and mitigate them if they arise, right? Our, our goal is to set smooth sailing for our clients to the best that we can. And so we've taken that experience and we've put them into these templates that are written by seasoned attorneys. And we make it very clear, don't touch this part. This is the legalese, don't change right. it. But then we give you the freedom to change the parts that are about your business specifically, your policies, your processes, your procedures, so that it is reflective of how you conduct yourself. We're not telling you how to be a coach. We're not telling you how to run a coaching business. We're just telling you how to keep yourself out of hot water, how to set um, your terms and policies and your boundaries with your clients, which is something that my coach is constantly telling me to do is set boundaries. Um, and so we've, we've done it in a way and that it's very clear. And then we've included these um, written instructions, but also audio, visual, um, video instructions. So whatever type of learner you are, however you process yeah. information, if you just want the written word, if you just want to listen, if you mm -hmm. need to listen and read, it's there, it's covered. So really when you buy a template or a package, you're basically getting us in the room with you. Right. But you're yeah. getting you're it always. at a fraction of the price because yeah. it's not customer facing for Tanya and I. The value in our work for our clients, the majority of it is our presence, our knowledge, our being in the room, our doing the work. We pulled ourselves out of that process. And so we're able to offer the template and the products themselves at a, a much lower rate because we had to write it once and yeah. now it's online and it's there. We do update them. Um, one of the things that we have online is a privacy policy template for your website. Mm -hmm. As new laws have been passed, I've gone back in and I've updated the document. But the nice thing is, is that if you've already purchased it, you, you get, get the update. Yeah. You, you don't have to buy it again. So everything is evergreen. 
It's always on there. If you find that your business has changed and you need to go back in and customize it, you can go right back to the video and watch again so that you can go back and customize. The access is always evergreen. So it's, it's a robust offering at a very affordable price that brings access to legal to more people. Because the, the cost of a, an experienced attorney, I mean, we understand that we're expensive. We, we know that. Um, so this allows people that would otherwise not be able to retain us to still kind of get a piece of us. Yep. Yeah, that's great. And I also think just to sort of add, you know, when people think um, contracts, they're like, well, I already have a client agreement or, or something like that. And we offer sort of much more than that sort of initial thing. We also have packages. We have like the, the sort of starter package, the growing package. And so as you're growing with your business, you're going to need more and more different types of things. And so we, we also understand a little bit about the coaching industry because we've had coaches and we've worked with coaches on all the different types of things that they may want. You know, as we mentioned, speaking engagements and retreats, but even just sort of, um, you know, I remember, you know, during, especially during COVID, you know, we still was in it, but, you know, one-on-one, if you're meeting one-on-one, what do you do um, versus, you know, online? What about if you're group coaching? That's another thing, right? We have a lot of people who do one-on-one and group or in-person and online. There are different rules surrounding group coaching that sort of surround confidentiality between those people in your group that we don't always sort of think about. We think, well, I have a coaching agreement. Can I just use this for my group? And the answer is, no, you know, and so those are sorts of things that we also anticipate because not because we're not working in a vacuum, just because we've certainly been working with coaches ourselves as clients and as having them as clients. Well, I love what we're saying here because uh, I work with women in the various stages of business. And so when you start your business off, you're cert- you're thinking certain things like you need certain agreements. And I love that you have these packages that sort of work with them as they grow and sort of like how I work with my clients as they grow when they move from most of my clients move into not only offering a one-on-one service, but offering a leveraged service, um, whether it's a group coaching or uh, like like how you have it, your your templates, right? They have something else um, that sort of allows them to work with more people. Your model, your business model changes at that point. And exactly what you're saying, you can't look at it and say, I'm going to bring the exact same things that I had before and not look at this part of my business. It's not only like how I'm going to serve, but it's also how I'm going to protect my business as I grow into serving differently and working differently. Um, And I I really like how you have these packages set up. It just makes it so much so easy for someone to look at like, oh, cool. I'm at this phase and stage of my business. And these are some of the essential things that I need right now. And this is what I'm going to need as I keep growing. So I really think it's a brilliant way you set this up. for those of you who don't know yet, you're going to go over to inthenolegal.com and you're going to see on their website the different packages that they offer. And I'd love for you to check them out so you can see what you might need that you don't currently have and where you have some gaps that could be filled there. That's awesome. Um, yeah, tell me, is there anything else that you see that comes up for people that so, sort of surprises them? Um, as they're growing. So, because again, the listeners here, we have, there's the spectrum of starting to evolving to, I'm a little bit more established here in my business. 
can we talk to the more established business owner? Um, what should they be paying attention to as they're becoming even more visible, as they're growing a team, um, as they're getting out on, you know, or hosting retreats or, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, do you work with people to set up a package based on what their, their growth is at that time? Could you, could you talk a little bit about that? So we, we do offer a build your own. Um, Great. So we don't want to, I mean, we think we have a really good idea of what a brand new coach would need versus someone who's been doing it a while, but never got their agreements in place. Right. Um, so we offer packages that are sort of at those different level of investments, but at the same time, we don't want to tell people, this is what you absolutely have to have. So we, have the option where they say, I absolutely know I want this, this, and this. We didn't build that package. They can build the package. Um, when you're a more seasoned um, business owner and you're, you're grown and you have staff, you're now talking about um, liability as it relates to employees or contractors. Um, and so there's a lot more things you have to think about now. Uh, confidentiality. Do you want to have someone um, and non-solicitation of your customers, of your um, other employees, right? You don't want to hire someone, teach them, and then they leave and start a competitive coaching business across the street and steal your customers and steal your clients. So you, you may want to consider that when you're um, doing your employment contract or your contractor agreement. Um, and then there's also protecting your IP. So many coaches create workbooks, handouts, videos, just content that they use with their clients that you, especially if you're a coach of coaches, you don't want them taking all your IP and then using it for them in their business unless you've agreed to, unless you've licensed it to them. You're licensing, so exactly. there are more with growth comes more areas of exposure to risk mm -hmm. and more facets that you need to start protecting, you know, right. um, and the online area too, online membership, you know, membership agreements or privacy or all that sort of stuff. What if you're expanding, not just with, you know, the people who are out there who are your clients, but you too are now speaking to a, a, a wider group of people who want to buy your videos and things like that. Right. Um, another thing I think that also comes that, that Lisa and I see all the time, and of course it depends on what state you're in. We happen to be in two states that have the strictest laws in the entire country when it comes to classifying employees and independent contractors. It's something that's extremely important as you grow your business to understand the difference and know how to classify them because you don't want to run into problems later yep. mm -hmm. about that. Um, and with re with remote work now, people need to understand that you're not just dealing with the laws that the state, state that you're in, but now you're also dealing with the laws of the state where your employee sits when they do absolutely. their work. Absolutely, um, so the tax laws you have to start paying attention in multiple states. You might be in Massachusetts where it's very strict and very hard to have someone classified as an independent contractor, but if they live in Texas, Pennsylvania, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's very easy. You just say yeah. you're a ten, you're a ten ninety nine, and you wave yeah. your hands, and ta da, there they are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, growth 
brings so much opportunity, but also means you need to take more steps to protect yourself. This, I'm not going to end on this note because I think sometimes this will get people thinking, oh, this feels like a lot of work. I, I, I don't want to end on that. I want them to know it's possible um, and they can be protected. And the first place they can start is going to your website and you offer a free um, ebook to get started. Um, and so could you talk a little bit about the, the ebook? I, I know it's called the three steps to, to total personal and business legal peace of mind. Um, so talk a little bit about that. What, why do you have that? And what will it do fun, for them? It's fun to write. Yeah. Um, it sort of talks about what we chatted a little bit about earlier about, you know, sort of the nice to have and the need to have also, Great. you know, these are things that you absolutely really need to have. These are things that are nice to have. So that's number one. And then number two, it, it's divided into three chapters, really. The first is not just like be a business entity, but how do you even know which one to be? How do you mm -hmm. choose? A lot of times um, we get, CPAs and lawyers are looked at interchangeably and we're very, very, very different. Yeah. Talks about that. Um, talks about some myths. I talk about a lot of myths in there. Um, and then the second chapter, which which um, we wrote and that Lisa primarily authored, this chapter was about agreements. All the types of agreements you need to have. Other agreements that would be nice to have too, but sort of talks about what they actually are. Like, what does it even mm -hmm. mean to have a client services agreement? What does it yep. mean to have an online membership agreement? Yep. And then the last chapter was actually written by um, an estate planning attorney that we know. And it was exactly like Lisa said, you have to make sure you also have a proper estate plan in place. So mm -hmm. it talks about those um, those three aspects and in a very fun and lighthearted um, manner as well. So and each great. section I does sort of give you an actionable go do this list and, yeah. and triaged it in order. And Excellent. you can find a lot about that too on our site. We have a lot of just sort of free checklists. You mentioned how it certainly could seem like a lot of work. So number one, we want to let them know we've done most of the work for them. Excellent. And number two, sometimes it's nice to have a checklist right in front of you anyway, whether you're going to act on it now or later. And so we offer a ton of those that they can just have sort of for free. I'm a checklist person. I like love it because I'm like, oh, did I miss this? I need to have it. And I sort of I've gotten to a point in my business where I like separate some of the emotional things like the worry stuff with the okay, this just needs to happen. Like, yes. it's, it's like, right. And so I actually feel less worried when I'm more protected. Yeah. Um, because you then I get easier. to stay in the zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I but love that I, you do my, this. My original career was in medicine. Mm. And I know it doesn't seem possible that the the ripe young age of 24 that I'm on my second career. Yes, oh, it's amazing. I don't know how amazing. you've been so preserved. How yeah, wonderful. it's uh, it's it's all the caffeine. Good. <laughs> but um, it, it's really important to me and I, I apply it um, to when I work with clients and I apply it to in the no legal to triage your problems. Right. Mm -hmm. So you know, you're in the emergency room or you're on the battlefield and you, you have to decide who needs attention immediately, who can, who's going to survive even if they have to wait. Right. And it legal is the same thing in an ideal world. Do you get everything done 
right out of the gate before you even start. Yes, as an attorney, that would make me so happy. But as a business owner, I understand it's not possible. So Tanya and I are really good at, at triaging and say, if you mm-hmm. only have the budget for this much, these are the things you need to do. And that's oh, yeah. where that need to have nice to have mentality plays into the um, the ebook where it really breaks down. Listen, don't skip this. But if you have right. to wait six months to 12 months, then this is the thing to hold off on. Right. That's very, very helpful because I think it's, again, it's very, very overwhelming as business owner. And so many coaches are solo business owners, or they have a very, very small team, maybe an independent contractor, or eventually maybe a few more people, but it is on them. And it's a lot to think about. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I obviously am a business coach and I've had business coaching for years and years, but this isn't something that a business coach, like I never would ever, ever, and never can advise on this. I can always say, you need to have professionals that can support you. And I love having great referral partners that I can say, this is their zone of genius. Please go to them. And it's something you need to have. And so I'm thrilled to have you on the episode and also thrilled to have um, an opportunity to refer business to uh, both of you to support um, coaches who I think are doing incredible work. We're doing so much work in the world as um, you know, as online business owners, we can reach so many people and the opportunity to grow a business is incredible. And having the protection and support that we need is invaluable. So thank you for doing the work you're doing and creating the templates. And um, and thank you for being here, both of you. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. We could we could talk about this all day, every day. We yeah. love it. We're so passionate about it. Um, you know, we're passionate about women business owners in particular. And although certainly the law is not gendered, nor are mm-hmm. templates, you know, our our person in mind when we were building was the, you know, the, the midlife CEO starting her coaching business or, you know, growing her business that we really wanted to support. And, um, you know, that's even in our own practice, that's sort of where we migrate and head towards. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something. Many of the women that have come to me over the years have left a career. Uh, many of them have left a relationship or are no longer in a relationship or have lost um, a partner for some reason or another, and they are alone. And so, you know, it's, it's also, it's overwhelming to run a business. It's overwhelming to be by yourself. Um, you know, not that I personally know that, but I've witnessed this many, many times. And so I think whatever, I, I just feel really passionate about being able to do the work that I'm doing to support them with their business growth. And I love being able to partner with other people or talk with other people that can support in other areas that I don't, but that support their overall well-being and business well-being. So it's the more work we can do to support everyone succeed. It's just, it makes my life much more enjoyable. Um, And I think it's probably the same for both of you. So Yeah. Yeah. No, we love, you know, supporting other women business owners. We, you know, we always try to refer to other professionals and, you know, just as you, you know, you won't advise on legal, you won't advise on finance. Like we don't, we don't advise on things that are not in our lane. We always find the appropriate professionals to um, recommend our clients. You know, I'm not a tax attorney, Tanya, not a tax attorney. We know enough to tell you, these are the questions that you need to go ask your CPA or get a tax attorney. Um, You know, we don't, 
we don't, Tanya used to, but neither one of us litigate anymore. So we, if that comes up for our clients, we find the right attorney for their particular issue. Um, I think it's super important to just stay in your zone of genius, your, your mm-hmm. zone of expertise, because sometimes some harm can be done, even though you're intending to be helpful, mm-hmm. because you're speaking on something that maybe you just don't understand the nuances of. No, so. uh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a, a, and I'll just say this one last thing, you know, I have, I still hold my health and life insurance license and I have it, um, you know, I've had it for 20 something years now, 26 years. And yet I don't talk about it even in business. I don't talk about, I don't coach clients on, you know, what kind of insurance that they need to have. That's not for me to do now. It's, it's, uh, but I can, I know plenty and I tell people you need to have it. And I think that a lot of coaches could be listening to this episode and there's a tendency to think, well, you found an answer to something or you think you know a resource. Please leave it to the professionals and find amazing resources and people who can refer you can refer to and ask great questions or know the questions to ask and say, here's great resources because yep. I think we, you know, let everybody, as you said, do their zone of genius and support everyone. So right. So there's just one thing too, I would like to add is that I know that a lot of coaches like to borrow their colleagues' agreements Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, Google law firm. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a dangerous game to play because um, your situation is not the same as anyone else's. And relying on someone else's contract and assuming it's going to cover you the way you want to be covered is not is not the way to go um I wouldn't say it's better to have no agreement at all because I'm never going to say that but borrowing someone else's you know there there's no one answer fits all in law and in the most legal answer anyone could ever give you when you ask a question is it depends it depends (laughs) <laughs> it depends and we have that tattoo that on ourselves yeah I, we, actually that's part of when you graduate you have to you have to have this tattoo yeah it depends right and you just go like right, uh, right. and <laughs> it's it, it's it's a very frustrating answer I think for clients to get but it is it is the so most honest answer you will ever get if somebody just says a blanket answer then they haven't awesome. considered your particular circumstances yeah because basically Um, what that means is it depends on the facts of your situation mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. what applies and that's really the whole sentence it depends on you and what your situation is and then we see right well and also you know I mean just from the business design side of things you know I I spent a lot of time helping my clients put together coaching programs and offers and so the, the features of everybody's programs are so different so even when we look at an agreement my features are going to be different my, the way you know uh, you know the access that I have I might have a, you know there's just different things in everybody's agreement or should be different and so individually, you do, I think you need to look at your own and have your own in place. And, and uh, you know, I would never recommend or suggest anybody borrow right. anybody else's, get your own. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it happens. I I actually wrote a, a blog post this on our website. You may have to dig a little deep to find it, but when is a gift, not a gift, mm, right? Ooh, so you got this okay. free contract that turns out doesn't protect you. 
And now yep. you find yourself in an expensive situation of trying to extract yourself from a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Thank you for bringing that up. That's an excellent point. So many things. Clearly, I could have you on for part two, part three, <laughs> part seven. Um, and we barely touched upon all the fun that we can have. So maybe we just have to come back for more fun and games uh, for another episode. Uh, but I really, I just want to thank both of you for being here today, for doing the work that you do, for, uh, for you know, that light bulb moment in the shower turning into an idea and that the two of you started um, a business together. I love it. I personally, one of my best friends, we've been together forever and ever and ever. Um, we don't have a business together, but, you know, I think it's really incredible when you have someone that you can work with and support. And it sounds like you're an amazing team. So we think so. Well, thank we you. think so. <laughs> Great. Um, anything else before we wrap up? And I, um, I'll have the links below for everyone to find out more about you. Um, for those of you, again, who are just tuning into the episode at the very end, and I'm not sure why you would do that. But um, I have Lisa and Tanya from inthenolegal.com. And you're going to see their bio. You're going to see all their information and how you can get in touch with them below and all their templates and everything. It's going to be below in the show notes. And I encourage you to download their free gift and get to know them and spend some time reading their blog posts and getting to know them. So thank you again for being here. And Thank you um, for having us. This was yeah, great. It was. Good. Good. Okay. Well, I'm going to wrap up our episode. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I always appreciate it. If you are looking for more business growth and strategy uh, support in your business, come on over to geniuspyro.com. You can check out some of my other episodes and learn how I can work with you to help you grow, monetize, and scale your business, especially if you, if you have a coaching business and you're in the midlife stage of life. So I will see you in the next episode. Thanks again for being here, everyone. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Midlife CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.